Almost broken right now. We're looking at a very broken version of us. I have this sty that's supposed to last for a week and it's now almost a month. Right. What the hell is wrong? I don't know, but I'm just wearing this shit so I don't have to look at myself uh, <laughs> through this computer <laughs> and gross myself out, really. It's all just you guys. I don't know. It's oh. just about like me grossing myself out. Oh, okay, sorry. sorry. I gotta put these on. And why does it take two people to put on Tina's headphones? Um, it's because she broke her arm and it's all Bruno Mars's fault. I'm going to say it right now. Hold on. I swear it's true. Uh, (laughs) Tell tell them what happened, Tina. We're just, uh, oh my goodness. I'm just, everything I'm doing is trying to avoid, you know, um, just being in the house and completely just, Hope, hopeless and helpless without the person who actually runs everything and I'm over here uh, totally unqualified doing shit I shouldn't be in charge of and even putting on your headphones like I'm just I feel like I'm just one wrong move and you're gonna move this broken arm of yours tell them what happened well I took up skating because Bruno Mars made a song about skating and I was like I want to skate of so course, of course and by the way who can already relate who has already gone down the same exact path as Tina raise your hands so we don't feel lonely chime in <laughs> comment maybe it's you Gina I don't know who who because look I want to let you know I feel like you're in a big you're not you're in good company okay let me just say this okay I did not just fall on my own I've actually been doing really well skating and i was skating this backwards true. this is true okay? and it's all been looking wonderful and you look like you could have been right up in there on in that the video, video right right along practicing. with sure 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 i will vouch that is a true statement okay but what happened until what well i was skating backwards and then leah sharpea like she sabotaged me she came out of nowhere she just Came ran behind me for whatever freaking reason. And me, yeah, I tried it. They were like, Leia. And then that quick, I was like, ah. And then I was on the ground and I landed right on my wrist. And so I kind of landed like my palm down. And it just like, oh, if I can lift this up here. Oh, you don't have to. Don't, don't get fancy. They understand. It, 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 it broke. Fractured some stuff in my wrist and then. The knob of this bone right here did not break all the way off, but it broke about three-fourths of the way. So they won't put a cast on it. They said that it's important that I move it, (laughs) which is crazy because it hurts so bad. It's counterintuitive sometimes, right? The solutions we need for our problems, right? It's like, I know it hurts, but in order for it to hurt less in the future, I'm gonna need you to purposely hurt it now a little bit. <laughs> Just that's not. Other, yeah. You know what I mean? Otherwise, and it, maybe it won't hurt, but you to get a frozen elbow, which I have friends who have that, right? And it's like it's. severely uh you know just it's uh life is not as fun i don't know what to tell you and i'm saying that as someone who has definitely has a compromised range of motion because of the accidents i've been in um you know uh surgeries i've been (laughs) i can relate and i'm daily trying to fight you know gravity (laughs) age time bone weakness uh and things just you know 
wanting to like shrivel whatever up shrivel die. up and die <laughs> and you, you gotta like this whole yoga thing is like a, a war that you commit against like you know completely just dehydrating and shriveling into a ball of nothingness so yeah. we try to hydrate stretch keep motivated to uh, to do our life and you know, it's as- like, I was actually asking the orthopedic surgeon, and by the way, he's a really great guy. I forget his name is Sam Chen. Great, great orthopedic surgeon. Um, really nice guy. And I was like, I was actually hoping to get in a cast because it hurts. Like, I thought I was going to just smack my mom the other night because <laughs> she was like, um, I was like, can you pull the blanket like all the way up because it's kind of cold, right? We're so, trying to think of. By the way, we're trying to think of clickbaity titles, <laughs> just because you know, if 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 I if I feel like if we're pretty honest about that, everything's clickbaity that we do, and we're yeah. getting here. We still try to entertain. We still try to like make you glad that you came to have a conversation with us. We're not out here just like, look, but sometimes we like to bait the title, you know. So I wanted to make oh something. God. Oh, sorry, did I touch it? <laughs> oh, did I touch it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm so used to doing that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. See. It's like, that would have been a good click, click, clickbaity title, by the way. He's like, I almost bitch slapped my mom last night. <laughs> and now oh almost God. me, while I told that story, I'm so sorry. I just did that, I, like, okay. naturally. Like, I, I, you know, I do that okay. sometimes. Like, hey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, this is what I love about like, live. I would have edited this, this out, <laughs> if, but I can't now. And I like it because shit. No, I mean, uh, it just, that's how sensitive it is. Just like any little touch, it just hurts. And so, um, oh, look, it's Tony. What's up, Tony? Yeah, girl, like this dude, girl, I can't stop her from like destroying herself. It's just self-sabotage yeah. on wheels. This I can't, I can't help it, right? The other day, she like just was walking regular, Tony. Boom, face into a fence. <laughs> face full of fence. And I, I do, and then no, and me, then I'm expected to be like you know supportive. I can't just laugh out loud at the top of my lungs you like I did wanted to. Laugh. Oh shit! Did I? <laughs> oh shit! Well, I can't enjoy it uh, publicly. I'm doing all of that. You're Sorry. like, what the hell? Do, no, look, let me tell I, you hey, about that one. Hey, that one. Look, the, not everybody got no, great grace me, as a gift. That one because. I too. No, that one happened because the day before I was running and I slipped on my slipper and oh, fell man. in the kitchen. And so my my ankle was already weak from that. Oh, so when man. we were walking down the driveway, it just kind of like gave out and I just slammed into the fence. Thank God there was a fence because I would have just fell. That's on actually ground. what's funny is like luckily the fence was there to <laughs> smash metal in a nice pattern, like a Lula roll pattern on my face. <laughs> it's a good thing I walked away with just metal imprints. Oh, of, my gosh. Of ridiculous. diamonds. Right? So ridiculous. Rather than cracking my whole head. Uh, yeah. yeah, and look, folks, I mean, the, the first thing I thought of was like, bitch, don't you know we're in a pandemic and hospital space is fucking low? Like, what are you trying to do? All the things we talk about daily for the past two years was like, we, we can't get sick now because motherfuckers be like clogging up the shit because nobody wants to take the goddamn vaccine. I'm not blaming only them, but that's a lot. You guys, right. come on, you guys take a huge role. <laughs> But look, the, and then that was all talk for about a year and a half. And then now it's actually here. We're like, you know, Josh Green just the other day was like, please, you know, he was like using prairie emojis already. He was like, please, Hawaii, let us not get to the point where we have to ration, you know, which is what some people, hospitals in the mainland already have done and have yeah. been doing, right? So she brought him, I'm thinking we're trying to call the, you know, a place to go get a doctor. And I'm like, 
are we gonna are we gonna even be able to get space? Is this you know all yeah. this talk and articles, but like here we are, like, really facing this. Like oh shit! Like right now is not the time to be breaking oh, any shit. bones or anything extra because there's not room right. in the hospital so, for you. So you did what? You did fucking Sunday, right? You did Sunday. You broke. Yeah. You broke so it. the thing that sucks about that, right, is right. Sunday you can only go to emergency room, right? So yeah, and yeah. then they're like, well, you need to see an orthopedic surgeon. So now you have to wait, and then so I had yeah, to wait till yeah. Monday and call, and then couldn't get an appointment. Until yesterday, so it's like two days, broken elbow, now, broken is that, wrist. Is that normal, or do you think? Well, that's yeah. Well, Doctor Jody, I call, I messaged Jody. I was like, yeah. do you, I told her what happened. She's like, uh, if you need a referral, whatever, you need a name, I can give you some names. Right. And so I said, I think I might need those names because no one can see me till Wednesday. She's like, Wednesday, that's great. That's that's actually pretty oh, good. Oh. And I'm like, what the hell? People just go with broken bones. Like I would think that's like I mean, a priority, I right? Guess, wow, I guess not. I mean, you know, because it's all about like uh, you have to pit it against the the average person getting fucked up in the in the society, right? So if the average fuck up that's happening is higher than a broken bone, yeah, and yeah. and then and then all of that has to be pitted against how much hospital space and resources are available, right? Right, right. So we were scared for a minute, but then I, yeah, I feel like you, and then then you sent in the X ray, and then they called you and was like, okay, bitch, Tuesday. Yeah, Cle- yeah the they saw that, yeah. And so you got, I just want to say thank you to our, the people, Chen. the healthcare system that, that we work with. Where do we go? Dr. Chen and Dr. Chen Straub. And, and Straub, like everybody was, that was like. That was so cool that they made time they, for me. And not only like, that, yeah, you know, going in with this, like you're so grateful. Yeah. Right, going in at a time like this where you know how close we are. To like, sorry, broken bones. You you're literally on a waiting list of yeah. a thousand, and we got heart attacks. We got whatever it is, you know. Sorry, you know, and that's a reality right now. So it's like all this fucking yeah, shit is crazy. happening, and so yeah, shout out to them. They did good, and and then and you're just so lucky in the sense of not lucky that you fell and broke your arm in two places, but that we saw how close it could have been way worse. Like, Again, okay, it's like surgery, another... To having surgery, and that would have really been bad. Oh, and dude. then he told me, even with surgery, I still wouldn't have had a cast because anytime you do anything with your elbow, mm. you don't want it You don't want it to freeze in that position. Dude. So you have to just keep doing physical therapy and, and moving it all around and stuff. And so I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. Yes, Anthony, yeah. we'll see you in December. That'll be awesome if you can if you can make it out here. Hopefully COVID won't be kicking our butts. Still at that yes, point. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I dude, the Facebook memories have been bringing up some memories. You know, I just saw one where I made a meme where it's like, the, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend holding hands and he's looking at the ass of another girl walking by. Oh, yeah. Right. And then, like, he's Halloween and then his girlfriend is tier one and he's looking at the ass of tier four. Mm. Right? That was just like a year. <laughs> yeah. That was a year ago today. I posted wow. that, right? And it's like, if you, it's like what the fuck it's been and then how long it's it's been longer than that. how long it's been like march 2020 is how long from now <laughs> that was when it started right yeah well a year and a half a year and a half yeah what the fuck yeah. dude so um you know uh it's just yeah it's it's crazy i, I you know <laughs> i'm wearing these glasses because i got this star thing she's she's sitting around like you know she can't move <laughs> she can't do nothing you know what i mean i'm sure that you know, uh. yeah it's just like uh, but yet we're f- I feel nothing but lucky, right? I feel like this is all I got to deal with. Yeah. Out of all the shit to deal with, it's like you know, for you, it's like yeah, just it's and it's a weird trick that you have to kind of 
put into your mind some more scenario. Like, lucky I didn't get right. surgery, need surgery. Right. Lucky like, me. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a strange trade-off we do where, like, let me find a situation where someone real in human life is actually experiencing this worse than you. It's like this trick where you go, let me just picture that. Okay, that's not me. Okay, now I feel better about my just right. one broken bone. Right? I'm going to share this uh, this to my page, too. I always forget to, well, oh, okay, okay. to share it, right? Well, away. no, that's because we've we've taken on some new philosophies recently. <laughs> As you can see, you know, look, we change a lot, man. We start, like, this podcast has always been all over the place yeah. because it's a fucking reflection of, you know, <clears throat> I was going to say us. I can't blame it on you. It's mostly my... <laughs> Lack of organization and all over the, the placidness. But that's just what's going to be. And then I'm going to die. And sorry, I can't even. That's just what it's going to be. It just seems like there's so right. many cool things to do in a day. It's I like, have major ADD. Let's just go. <laughs> or what do you call it? Uh, one doctor put it nicely and said, Ryan, you have, you have something I would call hyper awareness. <laughs> oh. Hyper- Which I thought was a nice positive spin. Like, yeah. I, I've always thought that, that my lens is like naturally idols at a zoomed out perspective and i have to kind of like take a hike to come down and like look at details and stuff and then it just it just my natural reflexes let's zoom back out again look at everything all at once um that's why i'm uh, or someone would say did i hit it again yeah, but that time it didn't hurt. Okay, gosh, I'm just trying. That one time, I'm trying to hit but your it's leg. Like, I'm trying to hit it's your like leg. A, um, a ref- it's like a, you know. Even though I didn't hit <laughs> yeah, like, the like, reflex. Oh, okay, gosh, I gotta see. That's just a no. My reflex is to touch you when I'm, you know, just this, this. Yeah. Okay, gosh. Um, I know we should probably switch sides. Yeah, so yeah, that you yeah. Can well, yeah, totally. Touch away. It's like when we're eating, I always have to be conscious because sometimes you eat on this oh, side. Oh yeah, because I'm like, left-handed and yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another lucky, right? Lucky right. that I'm left-handed. The one time I think I would say that lucky I'm left-handed it's because yeah. oh man, I wouldn't be able to do anything if this happened to well, my. Yeah, hey, lucky for me too. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying, I want you at your best. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we've been like, we've just been all over the place. So, I, I, you know, just recently we were doing every Wednesday at 12. And so you, I still think there's some people going, whatever happened to you guys doing the financial, this is not financial advice thing. Right. Uh, but yeah, so we, you know, um, the pro traders just keep him on a, on a set schedule was tough. So we just decided to go back to what we've always done, which is like this. Just always pop in, never have a schedule. Talk about life. Talk about life. And, you know, and it just reminds, lately I've just been refreshed by this idea that, you know, going viral is the last thing I would want this podcast to do, which is a counterintuitive to everything I've done. I've been in radio for like, you know what I mean? Uh, Almost 30 years. And (laughs) it's like, uh, that's like our, that's everything against what I've been taught or trained. Right. But that's like the, also the beauty of this, right? It's like I literally want, like, if if you're enjoying this, if you enjoy the conversations, you love being a part of this. I love having you here. Honestly, I do. But like in my mind, the ideal is if it's like it just stays around this much. A few friends, a couple randos. It's open conversation. People jump in. You know. You know what I mean? It's very intimate and light, and it's not uh, not a lot, right? Right. Uh, and it's like counterintuitive to what most people are trying to do with the podcast, right? You're trying, you, you know, even like only murders in the room, Steve Martin, Martin Short, oh, and Selena yeah. Gomez, which just came, the next episode just dropped last night. Is anybody watching that? Cause I, I Come love on. it. It's so fun. How are you not watching this folks? Let's watch it. Um, 
Oh, Tony said he had foot surgery oh, yeah. and back surgery with no cast. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh, oh. That's and we're the painful. lucky ones, Tony. We're the I lucky know. ones, man. I can't even. I'm not even complaining. I'm just telling you what's going on in our lives. We're we're, we're classic oversharers. Just yeah. it just makes us feel good to let you know, like how fucked up our lives are every once in a while. And then you watch things, right? Like uh, Only Murders in a Building. You're like, oh, at least our life is not like that. Even though it's like totally. Fictional. I'm doing it 24 seven, team. I'm doing it 24 seven. I'm I'm thinking about how shit could be worse, right. and and then I'm like smoking the optimism off of that. Like it's a literally like you know what I mean. It's like a, a, the monkey who takes the little twig and uses it to get ants. I, mean, uh. I use the trick to get the optimism ants and just like eat them all one time. And I consider it like a, a huge step forward. I mean, because like really, technology. what's the alternative, right? What's the alternative? There's it's, nothing. It's there's no, there's no. Woe is me. Yes. Oh, life sucks. Again, this bad thing happened to me. It, yeah. that's, that's no way to live. Right. It's, you know, it I, sucks. Actually, uh, Naval, the, the guy I've been mentioning his podcast recently, I've been listening to him lately. I saw him on Joe Rogan, and he talks about an interesting, the, like the sort of the opposite of that, where you're not like thinking about how it could be worse, and then like enjoying, like, hey, feel grateful. Like to me, that's all gratefulness is. Mm-hmm. Like gratefulness is one part. Oh my god, we live in a fucked up world, right? And there's many fu- fucked up situations. Right. Gratefulness is one part that, and then second part. Oh well, that's not me right now. Like, and nobody likes to talk about that because that's not, that doesn't make gratefulness look so pretty, right? When you pull it apart and surgically remove it and just like all of its intestines are on a table, like that's what it is. It's really just nothing. We're, we don't live in a perfect world. If we did, would gratefulness exist? Nay, could gratefulness mm. exist? Why did I say nay? Like I was in Shakespeare, but it was fine. Yeah. I felt it was that moment, a moment called for nay, right? Like. Yeah. Right? Could it even exist? You can't. Because gratefulness has to acknowledge shitty times. Right. It has to acknowledge shit could be worse. And that's why I am in... It's part relief. Right? Right. right? It's constantly relief. So to me, I'm constantly doing... You can, the opposite, which the Naval guy was mentioning on his podcast, was <laughs> like uh, desire, which is an, a weird opposite, right? It's like he was saying it's kind of like, like de- taking on a desire is literally like taking on emotional debt. It's like it's suffering. You, 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 you're suffering willfully to motivate you. You're literally like signing credit and you, you take out an emotional like, you know, loan. Right. right. And it creates debt in your emotional bank. And that's why his suggestion was don't take on too many desires. Like the universe has this weird property of it where if you focus on one thing, you can get it. Focus on it. Work towards it. And. You know, keep that thing in your mind before you can get right. it. But yeah, it means you have to the sacrifice of other stuff. Right. Right. <clears throat> so that, I mean, that's kind of right. That's, it's a, like I haven't really exactly in that like sort of practical terms thought of it that way. Right. right. Like taking on a desire is like the opposite of that trick where you're where you're thinking of how it could be worse. And then you get the benefit right away. It's like you just get that's cash. Right. That's cash rich, man. I'm just like, I, you know, I wake up. Right? What's that? You go like, man, you know, I'm grateful for what I got. I want more always because that's what it's to be human. Right. Right. I want to better myself. I want to take whatever things that are actually debilitating in my fucking program. Shit that sucks. Toxic shit. Right. I want to fucking like flush that out. Right. So every day you wake up, you start with this. And if you don't have that gratefulness, then it's like you don't have fuel. You don't have like you can't go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
I think it works. Like, I think that works for a lot of things, right? Like, I was telling um, KK, right, my daughter, it's like, Mm -mm. when she talks about her problems or whatever, Mm -hmm. she she lumps everything together into one, like, one, like, I need a car, and I need more hours, and I need my license, and I need da 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 like, uh, all these things, right? And I'm like, KK, you don't have to take all these things on at one time as if you just have one big mess of a life. You know, it's like just one thing, one thing at a time. So you need your license. So just focus on getting a license. Forget everything else right now, or just not forget it, but just put it aside. And then what, and then Has, the next there's, thing, a, there's some organization. Yeah. There's and some then, strategy to this. So she, she's yeah. like, okay, you know, she's like, so one by one, she, you know, she's like, she finished school. She got her license. She's, you know, working more hours. And now she's trying, now she's on her way to getting a car, you mm. know? And it's like, it's so, it's like a, so much less stress, but then, then on the, on the flip side, right? Like for us, we love to take on five, six, seven things in a yeah. in a day or whatever. Yeah, so that's I think great, it just depends, right? Yeah, yeah no, totally. Like, well, I, you know, mm-hmm. it's interesting, right? It's like the I guess the stock uh, metaphor might be like you can trade one stock from one company, or you can trade uh, an ETF, which is a collection of stocks, right? You can trade mutual funds, which is a bunch of different you know things in it. Right. And but you can tr- it, it's treated as one asset in a sense. Right. 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 So, um, uh, you know, I look I do th- I take what the Naval was talking about in the sense that, you you know, hey, get rid of everything else and just focus uh, on one thing. I still think that's a true like right. structure. That's a template that right. I think is true. But I do think that if you can nest things into an, a, a single asset right. and then still use that structure you're being wise you're being evolved well, and you're, also you're, you know right and i think someone from the outside looking in right would go oh tina and ryan get, they're going to try to do too many things and and then what's going to happen right, is right, you, right. you can't get good at any one thing if you're all if you're trying to if you're focusing right. on so many things right right but i think you missed the point because the point is, we're getting good. We're what we're getting good at is learning to learn and well, loving learning. And but just, that's why I even know. reject that thesis. Like it's like challenge accepted, right? Right. Like I, th- I mean, I, I reject the notion that you can only get good at certain so many things. Like I just think it's it's really up to uh, how well, much. I think that's a byproduct of right. you know. It's like we if, as long as you keep it with anything you're doing right, you'll get. Right. Better if you're actually putting in the effort and, you know, you make waves, make waves and you can get good at multiple things. Well, it's also like I referred to earlier in the conversation when I said like I'm constantly zoomed out, like that's my gift and curse. Like when you need me to be honed in, it takes me a little work because it just doesn't feel as natural as being out here. Right. Right. But it's also a a gift, I feel like, because sometimes you can just see right away. uh, What was that? That that metaphor the other day, like some of us are so busy climbing the social economic ladder, we forget to think about where we're, what building we're putting the ladder up against, mm-hmm. right? And a zoomed out perspective is like, you're constantly looking for that. Like you don't want to, you know, waste time. So you're constantly trying to be efficient about it. Right. Right. Let's see what Jody says. <coughs> okay. Hi, Jody. Hi, Jody. But sometimes that means you're building a toolbox that you can draw yes. from. Nothing r- is really a waste of time. This right. is so true. It's a, we're t- well, we're talking about and debating different strategies on how to use. Like for me, it's a wise tool to be able to view what many see as many things. Mm-hmm. And then for them, that's clutter. For me, uh, if I can find a common denominator, right? And I can treat all those 10 seemingly separate things as one thing, right? For example, taking jujitsu, doing yoga, playing basketball, 
right? Are they all are they all three separate things I just mentioned, or is it just one thing? I don't know. It depends how you look at it. Right. Uh, for me, if it's helpful, specifically for this trick of focus, to think of it as like I wake up and I just. And I do, do and one do thing. they all help each other? Because exactly. yoga will definitely help like, with your flexibility for jujitsu, jujitsu, right. you know, so it's like I, I just cardio. It's, I just think words are yeah. useful for the purpose that they're trying to serve in a particular case by case situation, right? So, like, right. if it helps you to separate them, like, oh, I've got yoga at twelve thirty, I've got whatever, and you know, you're just communicating to people what pants to wear or what. Fine, like if it helps and it needs it for that case, but if it helps to see them all as one thing, I feel like that's a trick we need to know how to do and, and when to do it. And right? if you and you don't even really have to look that hard, right, to find that most things are related in some way. Like, that's that's what's so – it's like all of the things that we're doing from master class to trading mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, any, any of this stuff, even being active, right? Like, right, right, right. They're, they have, like, uh, overlapping, you know so – Sure. I mean, if especially if you're looking for that, knowing that when I find – Things like, you know, like Stephen Hawkins' famous book, The Theory of Everything, right? It's every smart person's dream to figure out a system that actually, like, codes the universe, right? String theorists, right? Or is that how you say the word theorists? I, I feel like I failed it. Uh, but people who come, you know, so for my, for my taste, I enjoy that realm of life. Philosophy, right? right? I enjoy people who sit around and try to figure out what applies to every fucking thing? And so that I can focus on that and apply some sort of like strategy that is efficient. That's what, like to me, that's Elon's gift, Elon Musk, right? Everything he is uh, thinking about is like, not only can, do I want to, uh, you know, save the planet through sustainable energy, which he's said is his life's goal, right? He wants to do it. He's figuring out how to do it by making it cheaper, Right? How can he make batteries more effective and cheaper to produce constantly? Right? right, you know. So if I have to invest in this, you know, Terra factory instead of a Giga factory, right? I'm gonna just do that quicker and faster with little. I'm not paying attention to the fucking masses' versions of financial modeling and structuring because I'm seeing past that shit. Right. He looked at the a rocket and said, "If uh, you guys are spending 400 million on one rocket in 1970 and it's not usable, what if I could make that reusable?" And Everyone's just like, shut the fuck up. Okay, non-rocket person. And Elon just tells the entire universe, why don't you all shut the fuck up and I'm just going to do it while y'all sit around and fucking ask permission. Like right. pe- there's people who ask permission. There's people who just do the fucking shit. And, you know, uh, you have to be willing to be called a fool and all that bullshit, right, to get through it, right? Jody, I try to keep things simple, but sometimes I end up with too many tabs open in my brain or life. Then I got to reevaluate, reevaluate constantly. Yes, because it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a trick. It's a hat trick. It's a sport. It's a science. It's a thing we can get good at. It's a thing that we can suck at for a while. Uh, And I uh, am the first one to confess, like I'm always getting it wrong. You know what I mean? That it is like I'm just like everybody else in the sense that we're trying to strike that perfect balance. And sometimes it's like trying to fucking balance a chair at a 45 degree angle. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing sometimes. Sometimes I'm, but I do still believe that you can do it. Right. Like that, you know, that trick where you put the salt and then you put the salt shaker 45 degree angles and it fucking sticks because the little bit of salt acts as a, I mean, it looks like magical, but you can do it. Right. There's a, and I I always like to go back uh, to, you know, you say this often, right. It's like, 
never with a like I have to, but like I get to, right? It's like this feeling of like everything that we're doing is not because we have to do it. It's just why why wouldn't we want to? Why wouldn't we want to learn as much as we can or get good at all kinds of things, you know? Well, I, you know, I do think, and that's why we're talking from the zoomed out perspective, right? It's because we have deep-seated beliefs that are running the whole, sh- the whole show, right? And we forget to check in on the deep-seated beliefs because it takes some sort of emotional, uh, you got to put on the fucking emotional, like, hazmat suits to go deep in the settings of your fucking emotional banks and do some fucking work, right? Like, you have, I mean, just to look in there takes fucking, like, 85,000 balls or something, right? To the, akin, Right. So like you're going in there, you try to think of like shit that you may be tricking yourself on, but it's like them it's strong. The force is strong in your brain to say, like, you're doing all right, bitch. Like you're doing fine. Just keep doing the fucking shit that keeps you delusional, you know? And it like there you know, I only know this because I've uncovered shit in my own bad habits that I've been doing my whole life. And right. you know, and then you go, I fucking literally believed my stupid excuse for that for like mo- half my life. Yeah. More than half my life. And it's a really big, like, it's it just takes so much, right, to kind of go, wait, did I fucking have that wrong, like, the whole right. time? And did I even shout at people <laughs> for for thinking, for daring to fucking, like, disagree with me? Or whatever it is, right? You got upset in an argument, and then you find out, I'm so fucking wrong. <laughs> right? Like, that, j- it's hard. It's it's hard to, I mean, if you take 100 people, 90-something are going to do bad with that. Right, right. <laughs> you know, because it's not... It's not intuitive. We have to, but some, yet we find ourselves here struggling with that's what it takes to evolve, right? You know what I mean? I mean, what's what's the, the distance that is greater? The distance between the dumbest human and the smartest monkey? Or the dumbest human and the smartest human? Mm. Like if you had to measure the first down marker, and I mean, what's, what do you want to check? Type it in the chat. Like, what do you guys think? Who would win? The distance between smartest human and dumbest human or smartest? Human and monkey? Yeah. No, yeah. So smartest monkey and dumbest human. What's I guess theory? you could go the other way, too. You could go, like, what's the, what's the difference between the smartest monkey and the dumbest monkey? <laughs> you could, like, literally try to measure this. No, I don't know the how. the smartest monkey and the dumbest human and the dumbest human and the smartest human. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was the one I'm interested in, but yeah, yeah I guess it's it's, it's also kind of nice to know what would be the distance between the smartest monkey and the dumbest monkey, mm. right? Then you could even do weird things where I don't even know how this would fit, right? What about the 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 dumbest monkey and the smartest dolphin, or the dumbest dolphin and the smartest rat? Cool. It's like you know, it's weird. It's like as our intelligence. How do, how gets they, better. How do they? Um, we we start to understand that animals were always way smarter than we had thought, but we we weren't smart enough <laughs> to measure how smart they were. Right. right. So how do they? How do they measure that? How do they measure? Well, the dumbest. The dumbest. I don't know. I guess you'd have to come up right. And the smartest monkey. You'd have to. You'd have to start off with uh, a definition, right? What is smart? Right. Right. Solving problems. Okay, that's a good one, right? So, who can, so then it breaks it down, right? And then you, if you look it up in Google, I'll bet you find similar shit to this, right? Where, like, what is smart? It's the ability to solve problems. How do you measure who is smarter, right? Who can solve problems faster, mm-hmm. cheaper. Yeah. That Efficiently. And, right. and that work best, right? You can't, like, 
have a temporary, like you could have a temporary solution and then in five weeks it breaks or whatever, right? So then, so, it, you know, to me, you could just write down these measurements, these metrics, right? Right. And then you just judge by that. You go, okay, well, you know, what, and then it's also like the severity of the problem, like like with, uh, what's your name in the Olympics? Uh, Biles. Biles. Simone Biles. Right, well, every time she goes, it goes like difficulty off the fucking charts. It just it has some number and then a laughing emoji. Right. Right. And then, so if she pulls it off, she gets actually more points than Rando, who just tries to do a fucking triple somersault, like a basic triple somersault. Meanwhile, you know, uh, Biles comes up, she's like, she's going to attempt 17. <laughs> Right, and then levitate to do a Lipa and then land on her nose, right? And you know what I mean? And then she fucking pulls it off, right? And then she gets right. more points, right? Right. So to me, again, to I mean, how severe is the problem? How good are you at solving the problem? And good being measured by speed, accuracy, right? Fucking. Okay, you know, so quality. what is the answer? I, I don't know. I'm asking, like, I don't know the answer because I haven't measured, but. It's a guessing game. Like if you, if we can. Where did you come up with that? Well, the smartest monkey. In well, first of all, I did. Okay, there is a, a reference to something like this in Waking Life. Okay. Which right? So if you go Google that movie, there's a lot of philosophical concepts. In it. I don't know if it's exactly that, or if we watched a movie and then me, Mikey, and Kayla came up with that ourselves. Okay. But it was just something that we started thinking about, like, what's greater, right? Uh, and, and I think it, you know, I think my bias is it's that the smartest human is. Distance between the smartest human and the dumbest human is greater than the dumbest human and the smartest chimp. Oh, is my I'm guessing, but what I mean, you know, based on just my common sense, like loose understanding of what you would do to try to measure smartness. Like, how, like, what would you add? Did I miss anything? Like, how would you measure smartness? Um, well, that sounds about right. No, but, but like, oh, there's more. Sorry. Go okay, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, like, that would be... The, I'm, that's a basic version, right? Okay. Then there would be other stuff, right? Like, how about um, artistic genius, right? Athletic genius. I mean, the word genius, right? I mean, right. Like, like, is LeBron a genius? Because some people say that he's a genius specifically for his basketball IQ. Then they tack on that he's a great businessman, or whatever, right? Right. Um, I, don't, I don't. Is it? Is that the right word? Or is he so good at something that you move your body? Does that count as intelligence as a genius? I don't know. I'm kind of biased. I, maybe I think it do because I play basketball. I know how fucking smart he is on the basketball court. But it, right. is he mixing? He's mixing strategy with his athletic prowess. So I don't know. I'm because biased. it takes some thought right. to to oh, yeah. make the moves that he's making. It's not just right. can you can you physically do right. the move, but can you even think to do it in that specific point in time? Totally. But I mean, you know, Jerry Malin's smart as fuck, but he ain't no LeBron because sorry. Uh, but then again, so is Steph, Steph Curry, six fucking same size as Jerry Malin, and he is a type of LeBron, right? Because his, he's not as big and strong as LeBron, but his comes from a quickness and like, you know, but it's still like, there's a lot of, um, I, I don't know what else to call it, except for you're solving problems quick, fast, more efficient, and you're tricking bitches. This is chess. So like in chess, right? If, you, if you're good at that, that's a typical one we call you smart. Why, yeah. uh, why do I hesitate calling someone like Steph Curry a genius? Which actually I don't. I do call him. I you do call I him call a genius. genius. Yeah. How about this? Is Kanye a genius? 
Well, what, what's the uh, dictionary definition of genius? That's a good one. I don't know. Like, because, you can, know, maybe can, it's like people use it loosely or, you that, know, no, That's or what I'm kind of saying, right? It's like, you know. It's like there's so it's so maybe it's I don't know maybe it's just hard to me- I don't know it'd be hard to measure I wouldn't want to be I would like to be on the team but not in charge of it so I could <laughs> I just throw out suggestions this how would you because then yeah you know there is all so many ways to measure smartness right yeah I mean when you listen to Kanye talk the last word that comes to my mind <laughs> it's is, not is genius <laughs> like it's not it's no. not it's not like, you're not a genius. Like, so I have a theory that, like, he just puts out crazy shit and, like, throwing shit at and some some sticks to the wall. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, did you fall asleep, hit your head on the keyboard, and static came out, and then you used that for the beat in words in Paris, and it just it sounds brilliant. Right. Like, or was that an accident? Okay. <laughs> did you send in, like, screwed up files? I don't know, man, because it just seems like he's all over the place. Okay, so there's two definitions for genius. So one is exceptional intellectual or creative power or um, that's other than natural ability. And or other natural ability, sorry. Other natural ability. Or a person who is exceptionally intelligent or creative, either generally or in some particular respect. So that sounds kinda like the same thing. Okay, what is Jody saying? Jody's though she wrote a book, so I want to hear. I don't know, like for, well, I don't know how to say the book what is do you in Japanese. Mean? She wrote a book, like She's for an, real. Yeah, she wrote a book. So what, whenever you write a book, uh, I'm sorry, but you have to pay more attention because she's an official author. Wow, cool. Okay, what you say? You can write what your book name is. Jody, just, it's just, uh, I just saw it the other day. Uh, it's, uh, it's more than just having knowledge and learned skill. Right, genius is like having an inborn ability. ability to take those things to another level. I think I appreciate the I think because I'm like you. I'm just speculating too, but I, that's not how I. How about this? I take another view. So I take do another you think view that, that you can't learn. That I think like you can genius learn genius. Can yeah, be learned? I think so, because I just think genius is. Um, in fact, I think, how about this? There's a lot of stuff that, and, and I appreciate kind of what Conor McGregor brought this to light, and now Volkanovski is saying the same crack, which I don't like, and I hope that Brian Ortega beats him this Saturday. Um, but Conor, uh, uh, he's famous for saying, I don't know what the quote is, but something to the fact that there's no such fucking thing as talent. Oh, okay, yeah. there's just hard work. Yeah. It's almost like, stop using that as an excuse. Like, I'm special, I was born with something. I just came here and I fucking worked for it. Like some would say like in the, like, again, you're in the ring, you're making the decisions, right? Strategies, right? Right. Was it genius for Jorge Masvidal to come with a, with that knee and knock out Ben Askren in the fastest knockout ever? I think that was G. I think it was genius to do what he did. It, it, but it's hard to call Masvidal a genius. But he didn't even know. I mean, he planned to do it, but he said he didn't know that it was going to happen like right, exactly the way like it that. happened, we, yeah. But that's my point. It's but like he he practiced for it, right? And right. so that was something that he was very right. intentional, right? Like he right. he did work hard at that one particular move. Right, right. He didn't know it was going to happen right. four seconds in. But I think there's a lot that uh, it brings up this interesting point. I think around the word genius and the concept of genius is I think that a lot of us uh, accept this idea that there are these special rare people that are just born that way, and that's not. That's undeniable that that's true, right? Some people are born and they're just the photographic memory or something, right? Something that's just freaking right. obvious. And then you can even go in there and go like, oh, this part of the brain is not, brain is not working. This side overcompensated. 
Right. You can literally see more electrical uh, activity and whatever. We can measure, right? right? So I'm not saying that's not a thing, but I'm just saying so much of us use this idea that like, oh, okay, I wasn't born with certain things they were, so therefore I will accept this level that I'm performing at. When I believe we might, a lot of us might be using that in a, in a way that's unfortunate because we have a lot more potential that we could be tapping into if we didn't let that sort of keep us sedentary or like stagnant. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ah, you know, oh, you're, you're just, that's all oh, you're gifted in that way. Uh, and we, you know what I mean? We let sort of in our entire uh, sort of struggle with trying to identify who we are and define ourselves. This is who I am. This is the kind of person I am, right? Every day we're working on this, right? Right. We're trying to add to it. We're trying to say I'm, I was better than I was last year, right? Constantly. And I just think so much of where we end up getting, right, is based on some of these things we let we let ourselves confine ourselves by. Yeah. Right? No? Sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's like, for me, what's interesting when you find out who's smart, who has genius, I'm just interested in whatever system that that person has come to find and use to produce these measurable results, right? Right. I don't care if you're, I do want to know if you're born with it or not, or if you acquired it, but I, I would call either one genius. Does that make sense? Jody says, yep, it took me like five years plus to write uh, my small little children's book, but it was bust ass, not genius. Uh, like, well, I don't know. I want to read well, first because a lot of geniuses don't call their own thing stuff genius and then at the end you yeah. find out that most of us think that it is genius or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what is your um, children's book called? Yeah, Jody? what is it called, Jody? Because, yeah, um, you know, I, you know, children's books, and I know what yours is about, Jody, but maybe we can just jump on here. We'll just send Some you are a, very send you cleverly written, you know, like yeah. yeah, like what's my favorite? What's your favorite children's book? The one book? Um, the about um, cutting your beaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god, girl! Let loose, let's go. That was so let's good. Go. I was like, "Are you for real?" Oh my god, that was the best. Have oh you god. have you read that book? No. What is it's it? It's like a kids' book about this girl that wants to cut her beaver, and she's like, she's taking her beaver to the beach. She wants to give it a shave. You know, it's all rhymey or whatever. Okay, speaking speaking about cutting your beaver, let's talk about Jody's book. <laughs> Uh, Ikigai, Life's Purpose. It's an Okinawan children's book. Wow, that's awesome. Dude, just send her a link. Let's talk about it right now. What are you doing, Jody? Come on. Jump in. (laughs) She's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Let's see. Well, I mean, because we're just randomly talking about life's purpose right now. And then, boom, like... Here we go. Call it divine purpose, a divine meeting, a divine appointment, whatever you want to call it. But here we are, girl. Here we are. Right. Um, okay, you really are going to send the link. I love it. Okay, Jody. Why not? Yeah, why Jody, not? I'm going to send. You and you can always turn your, your. If you're not ready, because I know, like for Tina, I tell her, let's let's go on. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'll see you in two hours. You know what I mean? And so I got to give a heads up, but sometimes. In two hours, come on. Come on, the joke's funnier if I added an hour. Well, just a little exaggeration, folks. But I, I was gonna say, but like I'm just a guy, right? I, look, I got a sty eye. I've got like you know, you know, uh, I just always just throwing a hat and shades, and then next, you know, 
I treat Zoom like how celebrities treat going to longs. You don't really dress up. You just kind of put shades of the hat. Just jump in and yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I just. That's how I approach life. Oh, nice. So Jody put her link for her book oh, in nice. the comments. Nice. So that's awesome. But what? You, okay, we're gonna. We just sent you a link to your Facebook inbox, Jody. If you want to jump on, I just want to know what your life's purpose yeah, let's is. Let's talk about your book, Jody. Like, I mean, if you will confess right now to everybody that I'm the one that taught you that dolphins sometimes hump turtles without their permission then I feel like uh, everyone would agree that you owe me to tell me what life's purpose is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I, look, girl, or, I know. And I, we told nobody. We didn't even know we we're going to talk about it. We didn't even tell each other we we're going to talk about life's purpose. We <laughs> literally just came on here because uh, she can't do nothing else. She's bitch is useless. I mean, she <laughs> all she can do is click a mouse. So I had to put her to work, and the only way she can do anything – we can still have conversation. I'm so dying to like, I just, I didn't realize how much I must do this during a podcast. Like, yeah. this, I must do this a lot because I feel like I can't touch it. And it's, yeah. It's very uh, debilitating. Anyway. Um, like, you just like, yeah, we just, me. well, we, we started off talking about, just for a quick recap, right? Bruno Mars made a song about skating. You bought roller skates, you fell down, you broke an arm, hence. Or therefore, not from not from regular skating though. Because I because didn't. a dog came out of nowhere and then you just you're a hero, really a heroine. You saved the dog's life by not falling on the dog and you landed on your wrist, broke your radius in two places. And uh, then we start talking about how like you know in order to make it in this life, you have to kind of like always tell yourself, well, it could have been worse, right? And then we start talking about that's just all of life. Right. That, that's the recap. Yeah. Like how to be in this life, which sometimes fucking sucks. And you have to, uh, you have to enjoy it somehow. Right. That's the whole game. Right. That's the game. Um, oh, look. Jeff oh my God. Really calling. That's awesome. Okay, I well, let me change to see, this, like is a what, this is all I want person. from this podcast is that you get on a fistful of randos and your friends come on. We drink together. We smoke together. We Hang on, Jody. I'm going to add you to our podcast. There. Oh, I love it. Hi, Jody. Okay, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm putting it. <laughs> there you are. Okay. Wait, I don't have a phone holder thing. No, this is life. See, this is, to me, this oh. is... This is what it's and my all about. Low, so. oh, oh. That's okay. We got fifteen oh. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got. You got to I have a. Um, I have a meeting with another Jody, a Jody Keto Queen oh, Jody, right. in fifteen oh, minutes. Oh, I know her. I'm. She's my doctor too. Oh wow. Oh, well, I am going to start her program, so I'm going to have a little meeting with her in fifteen wow. minutes. Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the author of Ikigai. Is that how you say, how you say it? Yes. Ikigai? Life's Purpose, yeah. an Okinawan children's book, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Jody. Ching. Hi. <laughs> What's up? Okay, there it is. Life's Purpose, and it's an Okinawan children's book. Okay, so uh, what is life's purpose? Um, well, according to this book, it's not easy to find, and um, it's... It's not something that you say, oh, I'm good at this and that's what I'll do. Usually it takes kind of maybe you have a gut feeling of something you like and then you try it. But then like you get all these shoulds and what ifs and your parents tell you you should do something else maybe. And um, um, well, in my case, it, I wrote the book because it was kind of autobiographical. Oh, but um, so there's a lot to be said about this book. It was. 
um, inspired by my sensei who um, it's so it's a historical nonfiction about him but it's also about me um, trying to find my life purpose which I only recently found like in my 40s um, so that's early uh, like to find it at all <laughs> I feel you go in the lucky bucket yeah you know what I mean yeah. and then to find it in the 40s it's like girl wow why so early and how long did it take you to write this book? Um, so I drafted it. And at first, it was supposed to be about some mantras that my sensei gave us when I lived in Okinawa for a year and I studied at his dojo. Mm. And I was going to use the metaphor of like learning to ride a bike and, you know, right. being determined, keep practicing and you fall off and right, stuff right. like that. But then I started to remember a lot of the wisdom he taught us and a lot about the inspiring culture um, that was there and that I loved. And then um, it kind of eventually I put all those things together and um, I drafted it. And then I was my kids were going to Lois and Yamanaka's Na'au Learning Center to wow. get tutored. Now she is a genius. Like, can we say right, that? So I kept, yes, she is. That's what <laughs> so I think. That's why I kept nagging her to kind of take me on as a student. And she, I finally broke her down. So she read my draft and kind of helped me develop it more. Wow. And then I was going to self-publish. But then um, she said, oh, this is a message that needs to be t told to um a wider audience so she believed in the story and really encouraged me and helped me develop the story uh, and then so she said you need to enter this in contests and try to get the um the attention of like an agent or a larger publisher and i it was like i got rejected uh about a dozen times and wow. then I like, kind of put it on the back burner. It's ever dude, then, there's no story of success that doesn't have this part. Keep keep going. Sorry, keep going. Right. And then and then a mutual friend connected me with the illustrator. So the illustrator actually lives in Argentina and I've never met her still oh. in wow. person. Wow. Um so all the right I even though I was kind of impatient and I wanted this to hurry up and be published, all the right people came along at the right time. So after that, I was still getting rejected. <laughs> and then I had to interview Alice Inouye for an article because I'm the editor at the Hawaii Herald. I love Alice. Okay. Yeah, so um, Alice told me about a crowd publishing site called Publishizer. And then me being the procrastinator, I kind of started to fill out the, the application. And then a scout immediately called me and gave me deadlines and held me accountable for like, okay, you need to complete this. You need to make a promotional video. You need like an elevator statement and um, you wow. need to pre-sale as many, at least 500 um, wow. copies before this thing is even published to get the attention of publishers. Wow. wow. And then I was lucky because my sensei here, once again, this was like another divine thing that fell into place was my two senseis took me to all these Okinawan New Year's parties because it was the season. And that was like January to February in 2020. And then, of course, right after that, then was the pandemic. 
but during the pandemic, then I got, um, I had sold, they wanted me to do at least 500 and I had gotten like 1800 pre-orders wow, in one month, in 30 that's days. Awesome. Wow. Because of the Okinawan community. And, oh. then, and then that got the attention of about a dozen publishers, but three of them were traditional. So if you understand publishing, if you do self-publishing, which a lot of people choose to do, and I was ready to do that then you have to invest in yourself. But if you get a traditional contract, then right. they'll pay for the marketing and then they kind of do like um, a publicist. You kind of get like a publicist to help you and things like that. And then, so I, um, so that was like my Ikigai journey. And, wow. and, then it, and then whatever I preached in the book, I had to practice, right? I had to be patient. I had to be diligent. I had to, keep like i know on the radio guys talked about manifesting and that yeah. vision board but which yeah. was i had the vision but right. i really had to like put the sweat in yeah. to, to um but i was focused on it so but i also had my job i have two teenage boys i have like right. a lot of like i said a lot of tabs open <laughs> in my brain right. right um and then i mean the other part of this story was like i was trying to be the grateful Asian child to my dad and uh, take over the CPA firm. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're yeah, getting. So, oh, now we're getting Dr. Phil on. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now, so da- that was like, yeah. That after I got, I majored in Japanese at UH, and then after that, um, I did a lot of different things right. and worked in retail, worked in travel, went to Okinawa, and and did you feel that? that lack the whole time like what is my freaking purpose that whole time when you were doing all those different things are you were you getting close right. to it you had hints like uh, what was happening so that's part of the story too is like i uh, knew i loved to write but i was told like writers don't make money yeah that's kind of true i'm an asian <laughs> english major you're talking and my dad was a math major computer programmer ain't nobody got that speech more than more hi soul <laughs> sister what's up Five. Pandemic, <laughs> so, pandemic hug. Wow. Yeah. So okay, keep going. The, okay, so it took about a decade for me and two autoimmune illnesses for me to wow. say like this is not. Wow. Like my body was actually so I I told you I think before like well first I had something called Guillain-Barré syndrome which put me in a wheelchair for like a, a month wow. and a half. Wow. Then um in 2014 I was diagnosed with discoid lupus. Um and then so. And that was all studying for CPA exam. And then I got a graduate certificate in accounting. Um, and I don't want to say I never use it because I have to run my own freelance business and like yeah. do the you know finance for this book and stuff. So it's, it is very valuable. But it did make me sick. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like it, it wow. brought on the illness from... Oh, yeah, definitely. Wow. It was stress because as soon as I told my family, like, it was like, I imagine how gay people come out of the closet i had yeah. to like break it to them that i'm a writer oh my oh, god wow. that is the funniest <laughs> shit i've heard in wow because oh like, that's how that's just how serious oh right like asian parents can be There's, when it comes course. to well 
you know what? I careers. don't want to. You just like, broke. You broke the internet because it was, really was my choice. They said I could do whatever I want, but they really did encourage the accounting thing. You know. No. So, yeah. I. You know. I don't want to exaggerate too much. Like our version of Asian parents, like you know, wanting you to just like be a lawyer, doctor, or whatever, and you know, that was very light compared to you know. <laughs> Shang Chi's time, where the 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 female daughter couldn't even train with the boys. I mean, we had light problems. That's why I'm talking about right. You always have to just say I could have had it worse, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so, you had like my parents, probably like your parents too. They would support you in whatever you did, but they, they they're still gonna give you stink eye the whole time. Like it's for like you I'll, could I'll be achieving more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, my dad straight looked at me in the face. You know, this is a, a, f- a few years before he died. And this is like, man, imagine what you could have been if you didn't get kicked out of Pono, huh? Uh, like so casually, like, you know, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, you turned out to be what you are, which is, you know, what I, you know, <laughs> but just, you know, just like kind of casually, it comes out. Asian parents, they just have a way of not realizing that they're crushing your very soul with some like comment they make over the fucking on doggies at a party, right? They're just like... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, son, uh, isn't it funny how you got kicked out of Pono and we'll never know your true potential? Anyway, pass the chips if you could. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah. okay because I went to, I graduated from Midpack. So a lot of people, <laughs> some people who got kicked out of Pono came to Midpack. <laughs> <laughs> now my sister works in Midpack. My nephew went to Midpack. Yeah. It's all one big family. And I, I, I don't know if I told you this too, but my, my mom actually passed away from lupus. Her sister, my auntie, she also died from lupus. I mean, we it's in our family. I, everything you're saying to me is relating to me, like, probably more specifically than it needs to. Like, can we just and also slow down on the fact that, yeah. And also, I'm trying to get him to write a book, and I'm, he's yeah, not I'm a, like I'm an doing English, it. I have a thousand half-written books. I can come up with titles like nobody's business, but... <laughs> And I write the first part. I, I know the th- I know the premise He's of all my books. He's all in his head. He just I've doesn't want to put pen to paper. I'm, just, I'm a little well, ADD. We can sit down and work on that. Right. <laughs> Look, finishing is a problem. She knows that. Anyway, the point is. <laughs> the, the point is we're working on it, right? Are we not working on it, fam? We're just working yeah. on it. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Jody, for jumping on and telling us your story. This is freaking awesome. We can buy your book at Amazon. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Ik- Iki, is it Iki? Ikigai. Ikigai. Yeah, and I use a pen name, so it's not under Jody Ching, because Auntie Lois said, you can't be the voice of Okinawan literature with a name like Jody Ching's. <laughs> oh, my God, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, you, you know what yeah. you could be? You can just change it to Changashiro. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like hybrid. Part Chinese, part Okinawan. Jody Changashiro. <laughs> so I can I can put the um I'll put the uh link in the description. So if anybody wants to pick up the book, please pick it up. <laughs> I mean support, support. Yeah. And then can we get an uh, an audio version? Um no, I don't think I'm not that high level yet. Oh, not yet, <laughs> dude. You gotta work on the audio version <laughs> in Japanese and English. Let's go, Jody. See, see, I can bump up the ideas, but you, you think I'm gonna do any work towards it? No, I'm just like, just come on, do it, do it, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, th thank you so much, Jody. Seriously, I mean, I, I I love this. That's why I love doing lives. I love when, anytime you jump in and chime in. And you're always so uh, like you know. Um, you know, uh, engaging and thoughtful in what you're saying. So I'll, I'll send everybody to go get this book, Ikigai, Your Life's Purpose. Not just get, not just get the book, but get your life's purpose. Yes. Which is the purpose of the book, life's purpose. Let's go. Thank All you, right. Jody. We'll see you on the next yeah. random one. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>